Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake, and my lovely wife, Lisa, from upstairs. Hey, babe. Hey, Lisa, how you doing? Fabulous. Great, because this week we're talking about driving and the things I hate about driving. You don't hate driving, boy. You love it. No. You like all your friendly drivers out there. It's a great thing. <laughs> That's right. That's right, all the people around me. Uh, and Lisa, I'm sorry, I'm going to... You're gonna... always waving, but sometimes you just get mixed up and it's just one finger. So I, you know... <laughs> That's I, right, I, don't give them, I don't wave with all five of my fingers. I, I only wave with one sometimes. Always a smile. Though. Right, always a smile. That's right. <laughs> the first thing I hate is I hate when I'm going somewhere, like maybe to the comic book shop, and I think of Delvin every time I go there because I wouldn't be going to Del wouldn't be going there if it wasn't for Delvin. But I hate when I'm going somewhere and Lisa says, "Can I come with you? I just need to make a quick stop at the yarn shop." <laughs> that Why was that, that was Jill? not my fault. My stuff was picked out well in advance. I had to wait for other people. Right. How long did you have to wait for other people? 45 minutes. 45 it took them, minutes. It took them a long time because when you buy yarn at a good yarn shop, which is where I buy my yarn is a yarn shop, they usually come in hanks. And hanks is something that you do not want to open at home. You want to have the little machine that they have there. And if you don't have the machine, you definitely want them to do it. Thank and you. it winds it into lovely little biscuits, I call them. <laughs> biscuits. Sounds delicious. They look like biscuits. Have you seen them? No. No. <laughs> no, we have Biscuits? Anyhow, it's nice yarn, and I make nice stuff, and You do I... make nice stuff. Out of biscuits. Out of biscuits of yarn. <laughs> which were formerly I Hanks. call them biscuits. They call them other things, I'm sure of it, but that's how many, what I call How many biscuits you get out of a hank? One. One. So why isn't it just a hank? A hank is an unwound biscuit. That boy there is a biscuit <laughs> short of a hank. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, that's that. By the time I got to the comic book store, issue number two of one of my books had come out. That's how long I waited. Is that a nerd joke yes, you're supposed to get? A, that's that's why I hear crickets I right now. Delvin probably is laughing his ass off. But, uh, <laughs> Delvin gets it. Lisa and I, and we're not necessarily comic book people. We're kind of like, okay. God, I just I just pulled out one of my biscuits and started uh, crocheting while he was getting stupid <laughs> books. Yeah, while he was getting his stupid comic books. Now I'm getting hungry. Biscuits. Biscuits. <laughs> I hate how it seems that during this pandemic and us all working from home or not working, I hope that people are finding jobs, but I hate how so many of us have forgotten how to drive, it would seem. Hmm. The other day I was driving and I was, I was out there and I was like, is it idiot day on the road? Because every now and then, you know, back before this whole thing started – Every now and then it would be idiot day on the road. And it was just like everybody was doing something stupid. But now whenever I, <laughs> whenever I drive on on a crowd at a crowded time like around rush hour, it's like it's like every day is idiot day. Well, I had a moment last yesterday. I was coming home from <laughs> 
the did. yarn shop. Because <laughs> I ran out of yarn. And you did and ask me if I wanted to go. I did. He said no. And I said no. I don't. It'll be a nice time spent together. He says no, it won't. No, no it just won't. <laughs> so on my way back, I'm trying to get home because you know my fingers are getting itchy. They want to get into those. Hanks that are now biscuits of yarn and make some beautiful things. And this woman decides to move from, you know, where they always have the problem with the mall. Right. So they're in the far right lane trying to get to the far left lane, which is four lanes over. Right. And she just puts her blinker on and starts going over. And I see her doing this like five cars ahead of me. I'm like, this is going to be fun. So the red light comes on the turning lane to the mall. And she just stops in my lane, in my lane, in front of me. With her right blinker hand, on. In the far right-hand lane. On From the right-hand lane, she's now in the second one in. So the, the okay. far two lanes are the ones that turn into the mall. So she's closest to that one, waiting for that one to go. But that is a lane that goes straight through the yes. intersection. And she's, so and I... Not only that... Is this your story? No, no, no <laughs> I'm just describing it for the listeners. But behind her, there are people coming from another direction that don't have any place else to go. She's stopping all of those people. Okay, so... Okay. So I sit there going, you know, oh, it's okay. You just go ahead. That is not what happened. No. <laughs> Good. No, because that is definitely, I literally put my horn on thinking, oh, she'll move with right. a little bit. And I'm like, I just kept pressing, <laughs> pressing the horn. So I was going, eh. and you think that would be over? No. It continued for almost a 30 second round. And you know what? When you're hitting a horn, that's a long time. It is. So much so that the car back two cars back from me was a police officer <laughs> he put his horn on which of course sounds like you know an emergency situation right and so finally the person let her in that was going into the mall and i then left as well as the police officer as i'm you know going and i'm getting ready to turn right to go to the next street to our home right uh, the police officer goes by me who waves at me and shakes his head like in disgust right because right. he goes through this every day just like we do living yeah right by it's the mall. insane big sign big sign that says it's not the only entrance to the mall mall entrance next to traffic lights and we know this is just beginning because christmas is coming Right. And yeah. people are getting ready to go to the mall. And every year we end up uh, going out of our way to stay away from that part of the road. Yeah, we do. Stretch. We change, we change so our behavior. We, we do. We change. The we'll, we'll only go time I would ever go to the mall during Christmas time, I would walk there. Yeah. We're because that close. I wasn't driving over there. <laughs> We're that close. We could. Or, or yeah. There's been times that Joe will drop me and some girlfriends off at the mall. Absolutely. We'll catch dinner, have but some we'll drinks, park and go there. shopping. No, I do not park there. No. Yeah, but he just will drive me up there and drop yeah. us off. I, I love the people that will get to a light, and they needed to make a left, but they're in the wrong lane. But they'll make a left anyway. <laughs> I know. Like the light turns green, and all of a sudden they turn left and cut a bunch of people off. Right. And I'm like, look, if you're in the wrong lane, just live with it. Yeah. Figure it out. Right. If you made a mistake, you made a mistake. Right. You're, you are you couldn't get over in time. You couldn't get over in time. Don't be that guy. Well, that, that guy was that guy. Man, I was ready yeah. to fight. But, you know, I don't mean to say and change the subject, but I'm trying something very delicious this evening. Have you guys had this? What is that? Uh, Mad Elf. Mad Elf. No, I'm I trying to lose that. weight. So. I have had Let that. Let me tell really you good. what. It is quite delicious this evening. Yeah. It's from Trogues. It's their Christmas beer, and it's, it is. It's one of the few beers Lisa actually loves. And I'm not a big old beer drinker. It, it will kick it's your butt. It's 11% ABV. It's a high octane beer, man. So. So I don't drink a whole one a lot of times. If I do, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is lights out. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. I'm tired. <laughs> 
carry me? Speaking of parking lots, Jake, <laughs> you were just mentioning parking lots. Yes. This is my next hate. I hate when you're getting out of your car and someone needs to park next to you. So yeah, I was going to ruin your segue and say that it was a segue, but because I didn't ruin it and I didn't say it was a segue until after you finished it, it still was a segue. Thanks, Jake. Thanks You're welcome, for, Joe. Thanks for not making my segue null and void. This stems from back when I used to go to work, and I don't do that anymore. I, I work remotely. But when I would drive into work, I, would, I always parked in a remote level of the garage, a, a part of the garage that really wasn't used by very many people. Yeah. And I park in a, in a place that is – there's no one else around, and there's maybe 10 parking spaces. There is literally nobody – on the other side of the aisle from me and there's two parking spaces on either side of me and I parked in the center one and then there's support beams out there. This guy wanted to park right next to me despite the fact that there's nobody across the way and like four or five other parking spaces beyond those posts. And he said, nope, I'm parking right next to you. As I'm getting out of my car, he decides he's going to park on my driver's side door. I don't know why he wants to do this. And I don't know what it is that makes people do this. We were at Target the other day because we needed to get some cat food and dog food. So I go in to get the cat and dog food, and I come back out. Now, I, I do the same thing. I park all the way up at the end of the parking lot so that I can just pull into a parking lot. Because as we talked about in the last driving episode, I suck at parking, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, honey, it's terrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just go up, and I park, and I'm all happy, and I, I, I go into the, into the uh, Target. I get the cat food and the dog food, and I come back out of the Target, and guess what? Somebody is parked right next to me there i'm telling you there is an oasis a vast expanse of parking spaces that they could have chose chosen a parking space from but they choose the one right next to me i waved them in it's you i'm kidding i didn't wave them it's not me this i don't this is something i do agree that that does happen a lot why is that why can't you just park i don't mind if you park right in front of me why do you have to park right next to me you know i'm getting in there you know i parked up there for this reason I don't, I don't understand that behavior because if there are other spaces, I will park where I'm not next to anybody. Right. Why wouldn't you do that? I will walk farther if I can park somewhere where I'm not next to anybody. You know who this is? This is the same guy that stands at the urinal next to you in a row of 20 urinals. <laughs> yeah. I hate when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the number one rule. Uh, we did – it. I, we have to figure out what episode number that is. Uh, but we had it's the podcasting one. royalty, <laughs> right? Dave Bittner, was Dave on Bittner one. on uh, to talk about the bathroom, right? And I think it was he who mentioned it's like the number one rule of public male bathrooms is you do not right use the urinal next to someone unless you're at like a ball game where there's thousands of people and you have no choice, right? You know. So, like, if there's three urinals, you use the two end ones. You do not use the middle one. Right. And if you're the guy that walks in and the middle one's the only one available? You use a toilet. You use a stall. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> don't. don't use it. It shouldn't even be there. <laughs> unless it's, like, unless it's a baseball game or a football right. game or something and there's, there's tens of thousands of people there, there is no reason for you to use every single urinal. I'm just going to walk into a men's room like Harley Quinn one day with a sledgehammer and just take out every other urinal and just... That's how it's going to be. That's I, terrible. It, but anyway, <laughs> to get us back to driving. Driving, yes. Driving. <laughs> I agree. It does suck when people park next to you and you're like, so what I'm gonna this do parking is, lot is empty. What are you doing? I'm going to keep a sledgehammer in the back of my car and next no, time parks next to me. No. Okay, so the lawyers here at Things Joe Hates say Joe is joking. He did not say to do that. Of course I'm not. Or that he would do that, officer. No, I would never do that. 
And finally, the last hate out of me is I hate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for, for this episode. For today. You know, we were saying earlier that you have not been adding to the list as fast as you've been taking off of it. You're right. We're running low on things I hate. Mm. Bull. I'm always telling you, save it for the podcast. Yeah. Maybe I should start writing those things down. Yeah. You should. Yeah. You don't have Zach anymore to write them down for you. Yeah, I don't. That's right. Zach is gone. That's that's what it is. Zach has moved on. Zach, we miss you. So as I was saying before Lisa interjected, eh. the last thing for this episode of Hate from me is unnecessarily large trucks. <laughs> now, I do not like unnecessarily large. In fact, I'd go so far as to say I hate unnecessarily large pickup trucks. Well, Joe, I've got some good news for you. There's a podcast where you can say all the things you hate. That's right. And here I am saying it. That's right. <laughs> Unnecessarily large pickup trucks. So I'm not talking about the ones that are necessary, right? I'm like, if, if you, even if you have dualies, dualies are the big, the two wheels in the back of your a pickup truck to make it look like the truck has hips. Right? <laughs> the, the truck has hips. Those are actually necessary for when you're hauling a heavy load. Like if you have a trailer, a fifth wheeler trailer that has more Duals. than has more than two axles right uh you have to have dualies in order to haul that trailer depending on the state you're in right so so if, and also if if the if the if the uh camper has duals dualies like if they have two wheels on each end not not yes, different the, axles yeah, right it has to have a truck that has them yeah yeah so there's necessary um, so i'm not talking about that what i'm talking about are the guys that um Bigfoot. Lift, yeah. Lifted trucks. <laughs> lifted trucks. Look like they're compensating for something, you know? They're, well, um... Because I, I think that there's a, a definite correlation between people who lift the truck like that and people who don't actually do work with their trucks. Exactly. Yeah, I would they, agree with that 100%. The truck is just for show. Right. And to me, a truck is a work vehicle. It is. It's a... It's a... You own it to do things, to haul things with it, put things in the bed, you know, right. haul firewood around or a camper or a trailer, something to that effect, you know, help people move that those are well, all. Some people like to be up high. Like in my car, you're not real keen on me. Then buy a tractor trailer. <laughs> I'm not buying a tractor trailer, but I do like to drive You higher. joke, Jake, but where at the campground we go to, there are people there that have There was one this summer that had a tractor trailer that he brought in a camper on. I'm like, oh Did he, my was he God. pulling the camper? Yes. yes. Well, then, then, okay. Right. That's fine. Yeah. But it, it's like, it was this, it was like this 1967, either Mac or Peterbilt tractor trailer. It had historic tags on it. On the side, it said private, <laughs> not for hire. <laughs> it did because it was so old. I mean, that's he, amazing. He bought it. Probably has 400,000 miles on it. Maybe even more than that. Probably I mean, more. Diesel it motors might have a million go, miles on it at that point. They will go forever. Those diesel motors. All right, that's it for me, Jake. What do we got from the listeners this week? We've got plenty. All right. So first off, we've got Koi Zero here on Twitter. She says, "I love driving." Ooh. Road trips are my favorite way to spend time. I don't understand. Driving through major cities is, at most, an inconvenience. This is a hate podcast. Unless oh. I'm driving anywhere near D.C. <laughs> I have never seen more aggressive, mean drivers who would rather <laughs> cause an accident than let you merge. <laughs> She's been on 29. Yeah. <laughs> it you was know, not me. <laughs> you know, Steve actually got into an accident one time because one guy wouldn't merge, wouldn't let him merge with him. She is not lying. Yeah. In Aspen Hill, Maryland, that happened. 
Yeah. That happened. This is she is one hundred percent correct. I Those agree. people are the worst, most self-centered, belligerent group of drivers you will ever want to meet. I do not drive in DC if I can help it. So I worked at UPS for a little bit. Yeah. And while I did, I was uh, for uh, most of the time I worked there, I was a it was a called a package dispatch supervisor. So I was the guy that actually drew up the routes. Yep. That the brown trucks trucks drive on when they deliver your packages, but. Something happened, and we somebody got a package that missed that needed to get on a truck and needed to get out for delivery that day. So I had to go out and drive and meet them to give them the package so they could deliver it, right? So I was very concerned because we cover – we're covered basically everything up to D.C., and I started to get concerned the closer and closer and closer I got <laughs> to the line between Maryland and D.C. I'm like, oh, I don't know. This is great. It sucked. The whole way, it sucked. <laughs> oh, man, I hated it. Thankfully, I, I, I will. that's the closest I've ever driven to D.C. Because any other time we're going near there, we always park where the metro starts <laughs> and say, all right, park here. We're taking the metro the rest right, of the way in. Exactly. We're not messing around with that traffic. Yeah, when I when I used to work in uh, in Alexandria or Arlington or Alexandria, I don't remember which one it was. Um, Alexandria is not Arlington is the part of Virginia that used to be a part of DC. Okay, and then it was Arlington. I used to work in Arlington, which used to be part of DC. And the only way I would drive there is if I got up at five o'clock in the morning and got on the road, and and would drive down to the to the uh, location and knew my route that I was going in. If if I wasn't if I wasn't if I was coming in any later, then and, and being in traffic, no, no, those people are are jerks. Would you stop and take the metro the rest of the way? Uh, yeah, I think I would have because actually it would have taken me less time actually yeah. to go all the way through the city Which is saying and make two changes, two train changes on the metro system to get to my office, yeah. and then walk a, a fifteen minute walk to my office from the from the Crystal City Underground Metro yeah. Station. Um, the, it's a it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. And the road, the 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 city of of um, of Washington D.C. was designed by Pierre L'Enfant, right? Who yeah. is French? Who That's had, really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what the French have a lot of is revolutions. So what did Pierre L'Enfant do? He said, "Well, if the Americans ever have a revolution, uh, this is after the Revolutionary War. We want to make sure that the mobs of people." can't get from the outside of the city down to the center of government without having to go through three or four of these traffic circles, these massive circles like DuPont Circle. Yeah. And the point there is that LaFont designed the city so that you could point cannon up the streets and take out the, uh, take out the people as they, were, as they were rioting and coming to overthrow the government. That's why he did that. Then he got really mad and left before he could do anything, and the entire... Uh, plans of D.C. had to be restored by a man named Benjamin Banneker. And I think we should take L'Enfant Plaza, but I think we should tear it down because it's, it's really an eyesore, But and then rename it Banneker Plaza. Because Pierre L'Enfant, he said, well, I'm taking my plans and I'm going home. Huh. Okay. And you don't get anything named after you. Thanks. We'll name it after that's your too assistant. Late. Somebody had already named something after him. Yeah, that's right. Um, you, know how petty, so- you know how petty Pierre L'Enfant was? The first Supreme Court uh, Chief Justice was John Jay, and yeah. he hated John Jay. There is no J Street in D.C. That's how petty Pierre L'Enfant was. The letter J. John Jay's name was spelled J-A-Y. Right. Okay. And Pierre L'Enfant said— Do you hate this, Joe? 
I do hate this. <laughs> okay. I hate <laughs> Quizier is one hundred percent correct, and I'm just going into all my hating about driving around DC and my my disdain for Pierre Lafont. Great job, Quizier. <laughs> you you really did a number on him. <laughs> you struck a nerve. <laughs> What's next, Jake? Next, we've got Jeff from Facebook. He says he hates people driving like they're inside their own magic fortress. Mm. It seems to instill instill unrealistic confidence and or invincibility. People wouldn't walk around in social situations the same way they drive around in the car. You got to avoid people that are uh, wearing their crowns and, and and carrying around their swords <laughs> for their fortress. Right. I get what he's saying. He's saying people drive like they're on Facebook. Uh, well, uh, we've talked about this before, and that's where I've said, I if I flip you off in the car, I would flip you off in person <laughs> because that's how angry you've made me. Um. I don't know. I I do agree, though, and there, I'm pretty sure that there have been people out there that have made the argument that cars are too safe. Yeah, people actually drive more recklessly now because they're like they they become overconfident with safety features. Yes, and and so like safety features basically have been designed to be helpful for for crashes and incidents back when they were designed right but now people are driving more recklessly than they were then and they still help yeah this is something they walter williams help, says but they end up they end up driving worse and basically you can you cause more accidents because people think they're going to be okay because they're wearing a seatbelt. there's an airbag whatever right and but, traffic deaths per capita have dropped in the country right but so, has that stopped accidents? Well, since that, when? That's a good question. Since when? Since the 80s. They were, oh, it, was, okay. it used to be 50,000. I thought maybe 000. it was COVID I, because everybody's home. No, no it used no. to be 50,000 50, traffic fatalities on American roads a year, and now it's up to like 45,000 despite, airbags. The, fact, despite the fact that we have a, a larger seat population. Seatbelts and airbags. Airbags. Right. Yeah, seat absolutely. Seatbelts and airbags and, and impact zones and Working all from things. home. Well, actually, now <laughs> that's going to be really interesting to see what the statistics are. What's going to be interesting on, is seeing what the insurance companies do because, you know, you think about it. If you, if you, oh, yeah. a lot of people are calling in saying, yeah, I don't drive 20 miles to work anymore. I'm home. So right. I need to, I need to change my car insurance. Yeah. 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 I, I, it, it does seem to me like people drive um, with a little bit too much disregard for, especially for those around them. Uh, you know, driving is a social act. You're going to have to interact with people by its necessity. Oh, boy. <laughs> Right. You just upset a lot of people that like that like oh I don't want to leave my house I'm antisocial <laughs> oh my god driving's a social activity it's, yeah. it, it's not it's not a social activity it's a social act right like and like what for is example, the difference between an wait act a minute and an explain yourself okay a social act a, a, a social activity is one where I have to go out and inter interact with people yeah. A social act. Uh-huh. Okay, let me say societal act instead of social act. Is that better? No, it's because the same thing. there are rules that I have to obey. I don't necessarily need to interact with somebody, but I still have to. When I see a red light, I still have to stop. Right? Okay. But that's not social. So there at are all. rules associated with it. Anytime there's a rule associated with it, that rule's there because you have because your actions affect others. Exactly. Not necessarily because you come face to face with someone else, but because Correct. the things you do have carry on effects to others. Yes, Jake, there are rules about it. And uh, that that means that you need to abide by these rules and people act as if they don't need to do that. Like they're they're special. I can I can be texting and, and driving. I can't tell you the number of times Lisa and I have been driving and there's somebody literally just staring at their phone driving down the highway. 
staring. I mean, they're not even trying to make an effort to look up, look down, look up, look down, look up, look down. They're just staring at their phone. Huh. It's terrifying. And of course, they're they're going 20 miles an hour below the speed limit, drifting into my lane. These people are poor societal actors. Yes. Yes, they are. That's why there's laws against it now. There are laws. And that's exactly right. Now we have to have laws because of ninny muggins is like that. If <laughs> you've been watching Elf. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> ninny muggins. What's next, Jake? Next, we've got Paul from Facebook. Paul says, I hate how you can't seem to find where the hood ends while driving. I miss the days when cars had hood ornaments that would show you exactly where the front of the car ends. The worst feeling in the world is driving someone else's car and having no idea of the spatial relations to the car in front of you. I will say I miss hood ornaments. I I thought hood ornaments were great. <laughs> Paul, I don't know how close you're driving to the person in front of you. You know, here, really... here's what my here's what my That's a good point, Jake. <laughs> this is what my uh, driving instructor always said. If you must see the wheels, the back wheels of the car in front of you. At a stoplight. In general. Well, yeah, but at a stoplight especially. Yes, because then you know that you're not that, you know, that's a good way to determine where you are. Right. I've always, if it's like under like 30, 40 miles an hour, at least two car lengths. And if you're over that, at least three. I've always, the way I've always done it is time. Is if somebody yeah. passes a landmark, you have like to be able to count two, few, three. Yeah. yeah, at least three, four seconds. Yeah, for you to for you to hit that landmark, for you to be following a safe distance, because you have to calculate in your reaction time. Yeah, and your your stopping. Distance. Now, when you're driving in DC, that all goes out the window because if you have that much space, someone will merge in there. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. They'll cut you off. Yeah. Give, give They'll be the like, "Oh, this is a nice, cozy little spot." <laughs> But I, I don't know. I don't I, even need to be in this lane. I got to make a right in three, yeah, three blocks. I don't really need worry about where my hood ends except for when I park because I have to parallel park. Yeah. And then I care. Yeah. <laughs> because then I'm like, oh, I don't want to scratch up this guy's vehicle here. But yeah. I don't want an insurance claim. But uh, parking in Lisa's, parallel parking in Lisa's car is awful because I don't know where the end of it is. And there that's is the, why right. we have cameras. Well, you, well I'm, I'm talking about the front the end front. of your car. Right, so like the back is, end is actually easy because that even if without the camera, that's a flat piece of glass that's so in the back of the car. When you're parking, I know yeah. that I'm laughing, but there's a reason. I was with Kayla the other day, and I know my car. Right, like I know my car. Your mother does the same thing, but I whip into a parking space that she was for sure that I shouldn't even attempt. Right, and I went in perfectly and she was like <gasps> yeah she thought you were going to hit it with the corner of your and car. that is not a response you get from kayla often no, <laughs> but no, it's not. so i knew it. for sure that i totally freaked her out <laughs> awesome. and your mother says i don't know i don't know I don't. she doesn't even have words which again is pretty pretty fun yeah. because well not fun it's just it's hysterical i just know my car you know you you become you, you know your space. Yeah. Yes. In time. You so you're like, so many, and, and you don't even think so about it. You just whip your butt right on in there and, and, and they're like freaking out. And I've been in their shoes with people like that. <laughs> yeah. Mostly my dad who has. Kayla will do that when I'm in her car. Yeah. She'll drive and I'll be like, I don't know you're going to make it. And she does because <sighs> she know, drives all the time. Right. But like, to <laughs> me, I'm not used to driving her yeah. car. So like, I'm like, oh, I don't think this is going to happen. But she makes, you know, she makes it. That's that's that is one hundred percent a thing. Yeah. I guess to bring us back, but for Paul's, Kayla to react yeah, like that is Paul, hysterical. Is what we're saying, yeah, like I get well, yes, but only when it comes to like parking. Right. When it comes to driving, yes. uh, I'm not. Concerned I'm a about very good driver, Jake. 
So there's a video that we have on our YouTube channel. Uh, Things Joe Hates on YouTube. Check it out. Lisa uh, gets followed on the way home from work. I don't know what was wrong with that person. There, of course I, not. I was said, absolutely fine. I believe she says at the beginning, quote, and I don't know what I did. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, you go ahead and watch and see for yourself. Right. Um, it's a good story. It's, it's a true story. <laughs> what, what's next, Jake? Next, we've got Rory from Twitter. Hi, Rory. Rory says, they hate people tailgating uh-huh. and people driving at night with only one headlight. Does Rory know Paul? <laughs> I don't know. Does Paul I... tailgating Rory? <laughs> I doubt it. Rory, uh... Paul's like, well, I don't know where my, my hood ends. I don't know. <laughs> I think they live in different countries. But I will tell you this, Rory. <laughs> Up until uh, yesterday, I was actually this past weekend, or, or well, no, it was two weekends ago. I realized that I was missing a headlight. I was, uh, or Lisa, Lisa was missing a headlight. So um, I fixed them. Very good. I fixed them within a week of finding out about it. Uh, the great thing about headlights is they're they have to be accessible. Yes. Because they have to be on the outside of your car, so they're pretty easy to replace. Because one thing I have noticed as cars, as newer cars have come out the space under the hood has become more and more cramped. Yeah. Because, like, I knew a guy that was that was restoring a 1971 Firebird. Yes. So, he like, every time I'd come over to his house, he'd be like, hey, man, check out how far I've gone, right? And sometimes he'd show under the hood what he's done. And that, that there was so much space it, under the hood of a 70s Firebird. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, like, there's, it's, like, the engine, and that's it. Right. Now, there's all kinds of stuff just squeezed in there yeah. and every single nook and cranny is is taken up and god forbid you lose a socket or something in there because uh, <laughs> that's it you, you better hope that... it falls through and it probably won't yeah because it'll get stuck in something and <laughs> right. rip, rip it out and i'll tell you what we'll just go drive around till we hear a clink on the road and then we'll go looking for the socket on the side of the yeah road. <laughs> drive slowly around down the road but uh yeah so i i, I it's great headlights though still to this day are very easy to replace thankfully because they're easier they, than they used they have to, be. to be. I mean, you used to have to take out a couple of screws, remove a frame, and then pull the lamp out, and then put the l- new lamp in. I, I hate it. it. I hate it, Rory, and I hate when I have to do it, and I hate it so much that I go ahead and take care of the problem. He hates it so much, Lisa hates it. Right. <laughs> What's next, Jake? Next, we've got Travis from Facebook. He says, I hate being in the passenger seat. I trust my wife's driving. I just don't want her to drive when I can, and I do it for a living. Huh. I, uh... Uh, think about it. <laughs> I would love for my wife to do a little bit of driving every now and then. If you were drunk. No, not if I'm drunk. That's, that's why you don't drive when, when it's the two of us. You say everybody's going to look at you and think you have some DWI and have your license suspended or something. Just drive. I'm like, I don't feel like driving right now. And you're like, I can't drive you because then everybody thinks something's wrong with you. <laughs> I, I like driving, I, unless it's D.C. or in the city. But if right. I'm just if I'm driving on the highway, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I would love for Lisa to drive on the highway once or twice. I have driven the highway. I, I, oh no, I'm not saying you can't drive. You do drive when I, wherever I'm whenever I'm not there. Wow, like, Lisa, he said you can't drive. I didn't say. Well, that. he's wrong. For example, every time you need to go to the yarn shop from now on, you're going to have to do that yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I'm not going with you. <laughs> I mean, well, in Joe's defense, Lisa, if Joe said, hey, Lisa, you want to go to a comic shop with me? You'd be like, no. God, only if we can stop at the yarn shop. <laughs> nope. 
what's next, Jake? Next, we've got the rant of the week. Rant of the week. From Amanda. Amanda. She says, The on-ramp is to get up to the speed limit by the time you merge onto the highway. (laughs) I said it that loud because... uh, She typed it in all caps. It was all caps. (laughs) Definitely uh, felt strongly about this. I I do agree. I hate When you're on there and there's somebody's like 30 miles an hour on the on-ramp, you're like, what are you doing it's bad if for anybody that's not that person driving 30 no, no, miles it's an bad hour. for that person driving it is because as soon as you get to the highway there are people that are going 30 40 miles an hour faster than you that are going to kill you right. if you don't speed no, absolutely up. but what sucks is when you're the guy in that merging lane and you've got that one guy going 30 miles an hour and he pulls out in front of you and you're going 60 and now you've got to come up on your two the, front wheels but my my point is it's you, you like to make the argument that you're being bad to other people. Yes. This person is stupid because they're being bad to themselves. Agreed. Agreed. There's no reason to do this, even to be selfish. Even if you're selfish, you know not to do this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll agree with that. But it sucks to be the guy. It sucks to be the guy he has to merge with. And it really sucks to be the guy on the on-ramp behind him. So if you were to not do that, you would make the world infinitely better. <laughs> because now you have hurt zero people. That's when, right. When you would have hurt. Any number of people. That's before. including yourself. Therefore, it's an infinite uh, improvement. Which is rare, which is why Amanda gets the rant of the week. There because you go. she has come up with a int- uh, way for infinite improvement. All right, everybody, that's the show. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out our merchandise store and our YouTube channel. And if you want to support us, we have a subscribe star. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. Also, it would help if you could rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you can find it. Tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at thingsjoehates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thingsjoehates. Our email address is thingsjoehatespodcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates.